0: ah uh, yes ladies and gentlemen it's monday and you know you know what that means i guess it's the wrong show for saying that but uh it's monday night raw so of course we here at wrestling Inc. are chatting all about it i am at real jack farmer this is at justin lavar and at raj geary underscore three zero three Raj, did three hundred and two people get to your name before you that's, did?
1: That's how it works out. Yeah, it's a popular name. Yeah. What's, do, I've been meaning to change my handle for a long time, but then I'd have to change all the
0: graphics. Yeah, you know. Is three is that your area code?
2: Yeah. He's repping the 303. Yeah, the 303. Get on the other side of eight mile. three one three. Never mind. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: Uh, how you guys doing? this is the the last show before the Royal Rumble thought things are picking up right
1: Yeah yeah, yeah I thought uh, you know football season's over uh, tonight's raw should be one of the higher rated episodes of the year. Uh, next week should be as well you know with the post rumble fallout so yeah this is kind of the the time of the year where WWE really starts cranking so um,
2: yeah it's an exciting time it is a Saturday Rumble I mean I'm all in favor of these Saturday shows for the majors makes a lot of sense on a lot of levels uh and this raw you know as we'll talk about it's three hours so it's it's long you know, i mean there's no way to there's no way to make three hours not be long and but it was actually a really pretty decent raw there was a, there was a lot to, to to kind of look at and 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 a go home show before rumble it could be a raw that you really could um phone it in a lot you know for lack of a better term because it's like you don't you don't want to there's no story that can go past rumble because everybody in theory needs to have a shot to go to mania so you kind of are just filling time but um their version of fill in time tonight was with some entertaining segments surprisingly and like some of the best matches i've ever seen on raw and i'm not that's not hyperbole so um yeah I, I was pleasantly surprised with how WWE handled uh raw tonight
0: this entire raw was very different than usual the pacing was different it felt like they took the old uh format and threw it out because things were different and uh, we'll definitely talk about that because very interesting raw this week for sure i want to talk real quick though about friday night and the the shows that aired there rampage and smackdown uh we always like to talk about ratings to get things kicked off so uh friday's live edition of aew rampage drew an average of 594 thousand viewers on tnt according to show buzz daily this up 12.93 percent from last week uh, and it got a 0.24 in the demo, which is up 20% from the week before. Those are some big numbers. That's a big jump. Uh, SmackDown, on the other hand, drew 2.255 million viewers on Fox via Showbuzz Daily. That was up 3.73% from the previous week. And it got a 0.64 rating in the key demo, which was up 14.28% really good numbers for uh for the friday raj
1: yeah yeah i mean smackdown was was way up um that 18 to 49 demo rating that was their best uh demo rating since september 10th so <laughs> going back four months for the last time they did a a number that good and then 2.255 million um that was their third best number uh since that 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 september 10th show so a uh, really strong night for smackdown uh I don't know if that means like the, it, the Roman Seth stuff is just really catching on or or, or what exactly. Because uh, it didn't seem like it had any, you know, any special attraction that would have caused a, a bigger number than usual. But um, yeah, it was a, a really strong number.
0: Really? For either show. Uh, Justin, do you know, did anything happen Friday? to just, Do you think that bumped those numbers? Because both of them, usually when it's just like a 1% or something, I, I shrug, but... Those demos being double digits is kind of a big surprise.
2: Well, uh, I mean, I, I did watch uh, – I, I, I watched SmackDown off and on Friday, as I recall. I mean, yeah, I mean, Seth was there, and again, you know, the whole thing with the Usos. Um, you know, I think it's just the fact that you are getting some crossover. You know, I mean, Seth is one of the bigger stars WWE has, so a little bit of crossover. You, you, uh, competition-wise, you know, there was nothing major in terms of sports or anything else that night that I can recall. I mean, you know, obviously, we're, in, we're, we're just in the thick of regular seasons for – Hockey and basketball, and um, you know, no football on Friday night. Uh, for Rampage, it was live, that always helps, you know, when it's live, more unpredictability. Um, and, and, and you know, while Rampage does, you know, half of the viewership that Dynamite is, is averaging, you know, they still speak of Rampage in a very like they they still they, they AEW, I mean, talks about Rampage as if it's of an equal, and you know, and and, and Tony Khan's touting, and then they they put stars in them, I and mean, they get they put Adam Cole in the ring, they put CM Punk in the ring. I mean, so it's like it's not like it's. While Rampage is clearly their B-level show, it's not the B-level show of talent for the hour that it's on. They, they really do give some uh, some star power uh, on it. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's good news all the way around. All, good news ever, everywhere. Well, uh, and Rampage, too. They had
1: John Moxley's first match since he came back. And, and oh, that opened yeah. the show. And that was big. Uh, that first quarter, it did 694,000 viewers. And then it dropped to 573 for the second. So, Moxley was the big draw on that show. Uh, on Dynamite as well, his quarter did did really big. Obviously, there is a little bit of, uh, they, they got a good lead in with the Big Bang Theory. Uh, so that first quarter now, basically with Dynamite, you're going to often see it be the highest rated. But yeah, Moxley's quarter on that, uh, with this on Rampage, Moxley's quarter, it dropped 17% to the second quarter. So uh, he was a big uh, needle mover this past week.
2: I'd like to see what would our quarter hour numbers would be for our show. If we had Kaylee Cuoco on right before us, I
0: was going to say, I wonder what the cross appeal is of big bang rerun theory fans and AEW dynamite fans. I wonder if that's a similar audience.
1: Well, it does a lot of women. And so um, dynamite, their numbers in, in the female demo have been up a lot the last few weeks because mm. of that, because they are drawing in a lot of women at the beginning of the show with people, Uh, sticking around and that's why you're seeing them load the front of the show up um, and and trying to get as many people hooked uh you know that that's coming in but it is a weird one as far as that's not a natural pro wrestling lead-in but um but it's super popular you look at the reruns and, and the ratings for the reruns and i'm pretty sure big bang theory is probably doing more a bigger audience than dynamite each week, at, at least yeah. overall viewers, not, not in the demo. I think it's probably still pretty close, but yeah, it's a, it's a big deal.
2: Raw yeah. needs to combat. They need to get NBC to purchase some reruns of a uh, two and a half men. Right, let's get, Char- <laughs> let's get Charlie Sheen and some strippers on before raw. Let's see this, this, this stuff crank up now. Yeah, I, mean- I-
0: Raw would take it one step further and have Charlie Sheen on Raw after the show.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, those reruns, they do big business. You know, Friends, that that's another show that, you know, it's been, what, 20 years since that show's been on? It still mm-hmm. uh, does huge ratings with the reruns.
0: Yeah. Um, in the chat, Mike D asks, Akeem or one-man gang character into the Hall of Fame? Justin, I'll let
2: you field that one uh i, I have mem- good memories of both characters i that's one i i know that i know that there's no set criteria i i don't think that's not one i see anytime soon i'm not saying it won't ever happen because they they build the hall of fame class each year like you would a wrestling card you have your you have your headliner you have your mid carder, your your tag your manager uh that that one that's gonna have to go deep until they get to that i, I just don't think i don't think either character made enough of an impact uh, they're they're not they're not they're not there yet to have to get him in the Hall of Fame again. I have fond memories of Akeem and the, and the dance and but
0: yeah. I I was a bigger fan of One Man Gang than I was of Akeem as, when I was younger. But now as an adult, I I don't know. I like them both.
1: Yeah, Akeem was a character during probably my like one of my favorite years of wrestling. You know, in that 88-89 and uh, that Hogan and Savage tag match against the Twin Towers where Savage turned heel. Like it's. So I always have fond memories. But the one thing is he was involved in that class action lawsuit and they really haven't been inducting people that were part of it. Um, Mm. So, you know, it's it's petty. I wish, you know, they could put that to the side when it comes to, you know, honoring people that, you know, really helped make the business. But uh, it is what it is.
0: Uh, and Bear Hudson in the chat asks, which is more likely to happen at Royal Rumble? Seth Rollins beating Roman Reigns or Bobby Lashley beating Brock Lesnar? Who are your picks to win? We'll get into the picks a little bit later, but I guess for more likely, I'll say uh, I think Bobby Lashley winning is is my pick to be more likely of the two. I'm That's going on. Rollins.
2: I'm going to also go with Jack and say Lashley. And then this opening segment overall kind of steered me even more towards that.
0: Yeah. And, and, yeah, we'll definitely get into that once we uh, talk about that part. But Vincent Tucker in the chat says, spoiler alert, Paul Heyman and the Usos screw Brock Lesnar. Brock later wins the Royal Rumble from the number 30 spot.
2: Yeah, it, it's, you know, again, I know we keep teasing, trying to hold the audience yeah. on. The, <laughs> this Rumble is so interesting because there is perhaps maybe a larger field than ever of like up and comers. And we'll talk about a lot about them tonight of like, maybe it's their time The change. You know, the NFL's changing changing the guard of the new QBs. There's a lot of change of <laughs> the guard that could happen, but then at the same time, there's these major players and Seth and Roman and Brock and Bobby all in the title picture. And it's like, there's no way this rumble goes off without one of them somehow getting into the rumble. So it, 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 there's it, this, this is, this is one of the more unpredictable rumbles ever, which is great yeah. by the way. So, yeah, yeah, there's no foregone conclusion, um, but
1: yeah, I, I I think I think Rollins winning is more likely, but uh, I, and I think it's because Brock and Brock screws Roman.
0: Yeah, I would I'd be kind of bummed out if someone came back in. To be honest, like if if Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar entered the Royal Rumble, I'd be a little bit like, oh, that's not surprising anymore. But uh, and we'll- we got another,
1: we got the Elimination Chamber in February,
0: so. Yes, which I love because it gives us a way to smooth things out along the way. But uh, more news, speaking of people in the Royal Rumble and surprising people in the Royal Rumble, Ronda Rousey's been in the news lately. WWE officials have reportedly had talks about Ronda Rousey returning as of late. A new report from Fightful Select notes that Rousey's WWE return has been discussed internally to the point that it's considered a quote, poorly kept secret and has been mentioned to talent outside of the company. Rousey was a name tossed around as a potential Royal Rumble entrant or one to at least have some participation in the Rumble later this month. While there's no time frame for Rousey's return, word from within WWE is that she has been training for and some believe it's a matter of when and not if she returns the squared circle. It was also said that this has been the most chatter on Rousey's comeback since the she first left in 2019. Um, I want to get and uh, Raj, we'll start with you. But I, I'm i all in on Ronda Rouse to come back. I think it was great when she was here before, and I'm I'd be happy for her to come back.
1: Yeah, when she's um, when her character is right, when like when she was the heel, of, you know, being heelish at the end, I thought she was just fantastic. Um, I thought just everything was jiving everything you know was uh she she had put it all together as far as character and, and everything went and see so, i mean that's a huge deal i mean i think you, you can argue that the women's division hasn't quite been the same since she left and uh i think you know it's back it'll be back to being a major major focus
2: yeah i mean i i don't think anybody thought oh this is the end of ronda after she you know disappeared after Mania 35 um i think then you know, then a year later, the pandemic hitting, I think it probably became a thing of, well, we're not bringing her back till we have crowd. You know, it's just it's mm-hmm. um, just not worth it on, on for multiple reasons. Uh, now that they are back to full touring and, and you have doubt you have a mania two night mania again. So you need as many draws as you, you can. You don't you know you don't have an Undertaker match. Probably not. You know, uh, there's those things, you you know, who knows if you have seen them, you know, like so you need things to, to help draw. And, and look, they were in Dallas, um, you know, what, uh, 2016, I believe um you know they, that ronda is a new attraction that they have under roof that they didn't have then so if you're looking again for things to help you know sell not only cowboys say one night but two nights I, I think she's a big deal and to roger's point you know she could you know have her you know work do do what you found that worked the best have her as a heel and there are some you know different things in the women's division that when she was last there you know a bianca bella or something fresh um You know, several women. We, if if you position them right between now and and early April, uh, could make for uh, you know for a fresh rivalry. So I I think yeah, I think it's not a matter of if it's just when.
1: And we've never had that Becky versus Ronda singles match. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So and you know they tried to have it that one time and then uh, at Survivor Series Becky's nose got busted open and uh, it never happened. So that's still a that's still a big match and it's. I think a lot of people thought that that's what should have happened that year at WrestleMania instead of the three way, but you know, it looks like we can probably finally get it. That's in the women's division right now. I would say that's probably the biggest match that, you know, that they have available.
0: Yeah. 100%. I think that that screams WrestleMania if they do that. Um, but yeah. speaking of WrestleMania in the chat, we have uh Tox Kazim saying Bianca Belair is the future and a star my only argument with that is Bianca's not the future. She's the here and now. I'm a huge Bianca fan. Uh You guys agree, right? I'm on my own.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think she's awesome. I mean, that's the one bummer with the, the Ronda news would be that, you know, I think a lot of people expected Becky and Bianca at WrestleMania, and I'm guessing that probably doesn't happen with Rousey back.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, Bianca's a. She is a star. I I still, it's one of my top 10 moments of 2021. The, um, her her match with Sasha at mania and her whipping her hair. And and there, 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 there's no gimmicking this. There's no piping the sound. This is, this was, this is real. This is as real as it gets. That was a real sound. And that's a real welt that it left. I mean, and that was, and it was just a, an innovative moment using, you know, a trademark thing, something that, you know, don't overdo it, that that should be reserved for very, you have a select occasion and of course your first Mania main event that's a, that's a great occasion so uh, Bianca is a star and you're right Jack she, she is kind of the here and now I, I don't think it's oh Bianca's a star of tomorrow I mean she won a Rumble and she main evented Mania last year so I mean she's the here and now um, quite frankly depending on how it shakes out because again just like the men you have two women's world title matches to put together for Mania Bianca might have the best shot uh of, of, a, of a superstar in what 24 years I think they touted of winning back to back Rumble she I mean I, I wouldn't be shocked if she ended up I think she's a, I think she's a realistic candidate to win the women's rumble again. Um, mm-hmm. so we'll see. And if
1: they do go with Rhonda and Becky, you could always go with Bianca challenging for the SmackDown title, going right. back to SmackDown, Bianca versus Charlotte. That's a, that's a really big match as well. I,
2: I think that's, I think, yeah, I think beyond Becky and, and, and Rhonda, the other biggest match you have is, is a Bianca Charlotte? That would be fresh. Yeah.
0: And somewhere Oscar's lurking as well. Uh, But uh, speaking of people coming to the, the Royal Rumble, two people who will not be in the Royal Rumble this year, the inspiration, they turned down a spot, Impact Wrestling, Knockouts, Tag Team Champions, the inspiration, Cassie Lee and Jesse McKay, formerly the Iconics, were reportedly offered spots in the 2022 Women's Royal Rumble match, but turned down an offer according to Fightful Select. The report cites that an impact wrestling source said that the company would have approved the deal with WWE, but the inspiration did not want to go back to WWE at this time. Cassie Lee and Jesse McKay were released from WWE back in April, 2021 before their WWE release. They won the WWE women's tag team titles at WrestleMania 35 and held the titles for 120 days. Raj, my question to you is if they're saying no, could we expect maybe some other recently released talent also were offered opportunities in the Rumble?
1: Well, how many spots have been taken now? It's like 19, right? And they've mm-hmm. they pretty much announced everyone that you know they have under contract on the main roster. Um, that's you know not Becky or Dewdrop. So you need to you know you you have 11 spots to fill, so you need to go to stars from the past and and uh, yeah, people that were recently
2: released. so I, I could definitely see that. It was 19 at first, I think. Since it's actually been up now to 21. I think we've had two more since confirmed. So I think it's even even fewer now, nine. Yeah.
1: Um.
2: But yeah, I, I mean, this is you know this this is this is probably a little bit of pride from these ladies, and I, I mean I can't knock them. I guess. Um. You know, you know, unhappy to get released, as anybody would be. They certainly did nothing wrong. They worked their butts off. They, I think, I think, I think they got over as a tag team in WWE. Mm-hmm. I thought that they, as the iconics they were they were really entertaining. I. I enjoyed them. So, uh, for them to turn down, especially if, if, the, if their current employer impact would have okayed it, um, and, you know, and all, and it couldn't have hurt. You show up at rumble, you just try to get some people to remember who you are and Hey, where are they at now? And, and try to, you know, so pride, I guess maybe, uh, that they, they turn it down, but, but to your question, Jack, yeah, I think that I think everybody has to be kind of on the table, men's and women's side of filling some of these surprise spots. Um, you know, from, from, from these ladies to the, even the Bray Wyatt, I think everything has to be on the table, and 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 go into it knowing that the office might even know, might not even know. It might be, oh, it's we'll just do a one-off. But then somebody comes out, and if they just get a a boner reaction, and it catches Vince on the right time, Vince might say, well, hell, maybe we need to like revisit, you know. And that that yeah. is that's all completely possible. Which again makes this Rumble so damn exciting. Yeah, and and they they kind of need to.
1: I don't know, get some different talent because like Kelly to Kelly, like they keep bringing her back each year, you know, mm-hmm. so it's not it's not like a surprise anymore. Alita is always awesome to see, uh, but Sable
0: you know, would be fun. It's Sable. <laughs> I yeah. don't see that happening, but. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's you're right, Raj. There are certain people, especially in the, the women's rumble, that seem like they always come back every year. You can almost just slot them in as they're going to be in the rumble. Uh, I think like the Bella Twins are always in it every year. It seems like and-
2: well, but in fairness, there's not that there's not nearly as deep of a list of fee- of women to choose. I mean, you got to remember they only started keeping like a full women's roster ten years ago. Um, you know, so it's not like there's right. a ton to like pick. You know, I mean, right? Just, you know, it's not like the men's. There's, there's not a you know they they just started doing women's rumble a couple years ago. So this, you know thirty spots is a lot of spots. There's just not a ton of women, and then and then you start going into like all right, do people remember that female? Was she too small of a, you know, so um, I think, and I think they're going to kind of be in that spot for uh, a little bit until, you know, just, again, more women populate their divisions.
0: Right. Uh, Well, speaking of that, uh, Vincent Tucker in the chat asks, would fans actually cheer Rousey versus a, quote, heel Lynch? I think it depends how they play. I could see it going either way, but uh, what say you guys? I think Rousey's
1: been gone long enough that they will. Um, you know, with, with Becky, they boo her. They're just not like hardcore booing her. You know, it's like, oh, well, I'm doing it because it's part of the show, and it's uh, mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to do, but I'd much rather be cheering her. Um, So, yeah, I, I, I can definitely see that, and I'm sure Rousey will get a, a huge response when she's back. I'm guessing probably the Royal Rumble. That's why it kind of got it leaked out this week.
2: Yeah, I think Rousey and Lynch, I think it'd be a very, I think it's total shades gray you know I, I think it's it's just it's gonna be total shade. it's gonna be the let's go becky let's go ronda let's get it's, it's gonna be a very split crowd i don't think you're gonna get the crowd to be definitively on one side or the other it's just, just by the way that they've booked in the reaction we've had of becky since she's come back in her latest uh big time becks yeah so, you know
0: uh speaking of of coming back uh whenever you have something that comes back and you don't want it to come back like uh like hair, I always recommend using manscape cheers to twenty twenty two and resolutions you can actually keep. How about having clean and shiny balls all year round? Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to save your balls this year and make the ball drop onto 2022, the cleanest and sexiest ever. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use code WINC20 for 20% off plus free shipping it's not too late to get started on that new year's resolution guys i know i'm using but i'm using the shampoo i'm using the the body wash i'm using the uh the clippers i'm using the i'm even using the um chapstick what say you guys you guys still enjoying all your manscaping
2: love it it is it is it is, it is part of the uh daily and weekly uh regimen and everything from like you said all, all the different uh you know the the, the the lawnmower all the way into the you get in the shower they got the The shampoos and the body wash, the cologne's good. I mean, it really, it really, it's got, it's the complete set. There, I mean, and it's, it's one of these things. It becomes part of the routine. And then look, you got Jack Farmer telling you to do it. I mean, look at how well groomed Jack's hair is on his head. Just imagine what he could do elsewhere. And Manscaped is the proper tools to get it done.
0: This doesn't happen on accident, fellas.
1: And yet, like Justin said, uh, it's not its not even just the, the you know, the the manscape, the, the lawnmower. It's also, you know, the body wash, which I use that every day. The chapstick that you mentioned, uh, Jack. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it, their, their line of products is always increasing and it's always great. And everything I've tried, it has been fantastic. And I, I use it, like I said, I use it every day with, uh, with the body
2: wash. Yeah. And they're, and I mean, obviously the... You know the the, the lawnmower, and, and you know if, when you're trying to do precision work, uh, it's got it's got the, the 4,000 k LED light, and like they have they have a technology that helps greatly reduce the chance of any any nicking and cutting. I mean, there 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 will be no blading. All right, folks, we're not gonna we're not gonna be uh not gonna do a blade job. I mean, it, it is really safe. It is really good, and it's effective. And so again, it's waterproof. So again, shower perfect. Yeah, um, really great products. Yeah,
0: definitely. I recommend the uh, performance package 4.0. You'll find the signature lawnmower. You'll get the, um, the crop preserver, the crop reviver. Uh, you also get the shed travel bag and anti-chafing boxer briefs as a free gift as well. So Definitely worth checking out. Uh, kick discomfort and poor hygiene to the curb this year. Use the best tools for the job. Whether your resolution is to work out more or travel to new places, be sure to travel to manscape.com for our exclusive offer of 20% off and free shipping with the code WINC20. Cheers to new balls in 2022. One more time, get 20% off and free shipping with the code winc20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code winc20. It's new year, no pubes in 2022 with manscaped.
2: And, and, and fellas, we're like three weeks, exactly three weeks from Valentine's Day. So you got, like, game day circled on the calendar, all right? You got three weeks to, 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 to get it right, all right? right? Just saying, three weeks.
0: Yep, and once you get once you get the order, it's free shipping. It'll come in, and Justin, to your point, you'll be able to get everything cleaned up just in time. I was going to say just in the nick of time, but no nicks with Manscaped. Uh, David Montalvo says uh, they can always get Santina Morella in the Rumble. <laughs>
1: Don't give him any ideas, man.
0: <laughs> I like Santino. Santino cracks me up.
1: I like Santino, uh, not Santina.
0: I still wish it. I you know at the mo- it may have been a bad idea if they did it, but I when Santino was in the final two, I have never pulled for someone more than Santino. I was like, you can do it, Santino. Come on! Oh no! Oh uh, <laughs> uh, no! Jody Shawna Jenkins in the chat says, "Rumor has it that Jack Farmer is like a young Matt Bloom below the belt." (laughs) That's rumor. Rumors and innuendo.
1: Image I didn't need.
0: (laughs) You're welcome, Raj. (laughs)
2: Jack Prince Albert Farmer.
0: (laughs) That's a whole different thing. That's a um, so. uh, Thank you to everyone in the chat, by the way. Whether you're Dro or Brian or Rocky or Ricky or Tuck Graf. Uh, Thanks for everyone who's joining us in the chat. Thanks for everyone who's listening to the show afterwards. Thank you for the likes, comments, shares, subscribes, five-star reviews, all that good stuff. Let's chat about WWE Raw. One that was paced a little interesting, like I said, this week. We start off with a title match weigh-in and Brock Lesnar comes out looking like the new DLC attire for a video game character uh and he calls Bobby Bobby who during their weigh-ins not much to really take from this one other than that it went really quick uh but Justin I'm gonna ask you does Lashley have to win this match at this point
2: I think he does you know Lashley he comes out he's got you know a, a additional and new Pyro and Ballyhoo going off, which is good, making him look like a big deal. But otherwise, and all the interactions with he and Brock in the last, you know, since they made this match in the last month, Brock has walked away with the, you know, punking him out. Uh, Brock has walked away the winner uh, of of the the, the verbal spar, if you will. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I think to all that, it kind of does set up that, like, you know, Brock's Bobby who and whatever, and and there might be shenanigans that's going to happen. But nonetheless, I still think at the end of the day, Bobby Lashley... Does need to walk out and 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 end up getting the win over Brock Lesnar, and I know we'll go full prediction, so I'll give my full booking later when we when we get to it. But um, but yeah, I I think Lashley does, and 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 to to the point of Brock Brock coming out, I like Cowboy Brock because Brock is you know he we know he's a farm boy, we know he's a cowboy. I mean, you know, sit down, Adam Page. I think Brock Lesnar's the real cowboy shit going on here, (laughs) Uh, and I like it. I Brock Lesnar's like an old, I can see him like the old Western. You know, uh, you know, he, he's the sheriff in town. He really is. I, I like this Brock. Right, I could see him being the, the sheriff that doesn't need the gun. He'll just you yeah.
0: He <laughs> yeah, like walking tall. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now Brock looked like
1: he like he ate like he looked like a country music singer, but like he ate Toby <laughs> Keith. You know, just <laughs> looked ginormous yes. there. He, I, I, I thought it was awesome. Um, you know, weigh always when AEW does it, when WWE does it. Uh, I, they're always silly um because you don't have you know uh it's open weight it's not a you have to weigh a certain amount for for a match now when wwe did it for the cruiserweight cruiserweight classic it made sense because they they were actually legitimately doing those uh with the 205 but you know for this at least it's not a contract signing we get enough of those so again you know i agree with justin it kind of made lashley feel kind of weak and if that means he's winning uh I'm all for it. I just get the feeling like Lesnar's leaving with the title.
0: Could, could Lashley, Raj, could Lashley survive a loss if he lost clean or would he be, I mean, I, I don't like to say done, but like he'd be, would he be able to bounce back from it quickly or would he take a lot of rehab to come back from it?
1: Well, it depends how it's done. Cause with Brock, sometimes it could be just like if they have Brock just destroy him or beat him in like a minute. And just with the way Lashley's been booked, I don't see them doing that, but with Brock, you just never know. Uh, But so if they beat him like that, then yes, I think that does really hurt him. Um, If it's not, if it's a close one, Lashley hasn't beat, but the ref is knocked out, something like that. Um, Then it protects him. But yeah, I still think one of these interactions that they had leading up to the rumble should have result ended with Lashley punking Brock out or leaving him laying or, or something where he got the, at least the last line.
0: Yeah. Because all the lines aren't even just the last line, but literally bro, Bobby, who like right. who are like that's that's not just a put down that, that that that's tough that's tough to come back from if you get a loss. I will say though, I'm not a an action figure guy, but I would totally buy a Cowboy Brock Lesnar action figure. I feel <laughs> like that just sells itself. I could
2: see it in the box well, they already. Are, they are monetizing. Uh, if you saw WWE Shop released. A Brock Lesnar blue flannel shirt with his logo on the back. That's awesome. Yeah, Uh, out of everything, (laughs) we don't give
0: Brock enough credit for reinventing himself. I don't think because he's he's had the the tights Brock to the UFC Brock to the the Brock Party Brock to now the Cowboy Brock. He's like a Jericho, maybe not like Jericho, but you know,
2: he looks like he's having the most fun than he ever has. Yeah, and I don't. Know. Maybe it's just because he's talking more, so we get to hear from him more. So he's not just standing there bouncing and posing. But it, this, it all again, him dressing the way he is, like it truly feels like he's getting to like have the most fun that he's had. And I, I think he's always kind of enjoyed his run since coming back from 2012. He makes a whole lot of money to do very little, relatively speaking. And you know, and I think and he works matches that seem like he's enjoying himself. Uh, he likes working against the smaller guys, actually. Uh, but this right now, this this past since he's come back and he's been babyface Brock this feels like he's like really just embracing it and just i don't know it seems like he's having fun which is that that translates on tv
1: yeah this is my favorite version of Brock in a long time and he, he, you know as justin mentioned the fact that he's talking more when did he come back what year was that was that 20- 2012 2012 okay, yeah so he's spoken more you know in this month than he has the previous 10 years in the ring combined
2: cuz he came never back did 10
0: his- years ago oh my god
2: well when he's <laughs> more When he's <laughs> more <laughs> He's more comfortable speaking now because if you remember, when he came back the night after the Mania in Miami, after Rock and Cena won, um, he came back. He didn't have Paul. He came back and he was just Brock Lesnar, and they did have him do some promos. And if, and again, if you remember, they're live. They they weren't the best. Um
1: well, they and then were having Paul,
2: him do the whole segment too. They yeah, having about fifteen minutes. Right, and so, but now it seems like he he's just more comfortable with. With just speaking, you know, he he's telling knock knock jokes for Christ's sake. You know? Yeah, and he's not over over
1: staying his welcome when he's no. out there. He's not rambling on and on. It's short and sweet, but it's enough that it just it just you know sits with you. It, it stands out.
0: And that's one of the things. Uh, before moving on, I did want to say that th- that stood out to me is this opening segment. Usually they go for like twenty minutes or so, but this was like a ten minute segment tops, yeah. which I thought was like wow that came and went really quick, but. It kept the show moving, which moves us on to the next match. But before I, I say anything, I want to shout out Oz uh, in the chat. Oz Eights. I want to make sure I'm saying that right, uh, with the uh, super sticker. Thank you so much. Thank um, you, Oz. Appreciate uh, that. And then, so we go into the uh, the next match. Bianca Belair versus Queen Zelina. Um, simp- another simple, quick match. I thought it was fun. I think they had great chemistry together, but they didn't drag it out. Again, this whole thing, start to finish, was like 10 minutes, Justin. Did you... Do you like the way this this episode sort of kept things moving and shaking?
2: at the start it did, and like you said, it kind of got off quick because we only had like a 10 minute open segment. But I mean, this did eventually settle back into like raw format of like coming up, entrance coming up, whatever. But I but I like this. This was I think this was good for Bianca, which is again, it was kind of why I said like Bianca is realistic in, in probably a top three or top five if she could win the rumble again because and I think this match was perfectly designed to do that. Just to remind you, here's Bianca Belair. Um you know, this is how good she can be. So,
0: I yeah. like Zelina's pre-match thing where she said, um, uh, as I wish. I like that as a line for the queen to have. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it was a good showcase. Um, you know, Zelina, she's only lost, this was only her second loss in a singles match since she won the crown. So uh, they, they've they been doing a good job protecting Zelina for the most part. So this, this win meant something, and Bianca could use more of those. So yeah, yeah, I liked it.
0: Do you think it's possible they're heating her up for the Rumble? To, it seems like it feels like they're sort of heating her up for this to make it feel like she's got a shot. Are right, we getting into predictions? I'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I, I, now I'm jumping ahead. See, chat got me. Chat got me jumping ahead. Um So uh Sam Austin in the chat asks, how scripted do you think they're keeping Brock? I feel like you don't keep Brock anything. I think Brock just. <laughs> that's it.
1: I'm sure he's given kind of what to say. And Paul, I'm sure, is doing most of it. Um, you know, Paul works close with Roman and, uh, and, and his promo. So I'm sure he's, it's the same with Brock. So, um, you know, again, they, he's not doing the usual WWE speak. He's not out there saying WWE universe and all that kind of stuff. Uh, he feels authentic and, and it works.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any, any segment that Hayman's in, he gets kind of a, a special, special workflow of being involved in. So, yeah. And especially again, again with Brock because to Roger's point, Brock doesn't. He doesn't. Li- he doesn't lean into the, the edicts of this is what we say or what we don't say. He kind of says what Brock Lesnar is going to say, and um, again, he kind of has that that power card to play. So I don't. I don't. Yeah, it's bullet pointed. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's as scripted as we, you know, deal with other superstars.
1: Yeah, what was that line he had to Corey tonight? <laughs> Said, um... Do you want me?
2: To, do you want me to get naked in front of you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just
0: like yeah.
1: it's so unlike any other you know dialogue on the show that it's, it's right.
0: hilarious. It was funny that they were pushing to like take off the hat and stuff. Like you said, though, it's an open weight. Who cares what he weighs? I mean, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. doesn't matter. But I,
2: with Brock and Script, I always I, I refer back to this too. Some some years ago, when he um, got to the ring and Hogan was in the ring, and right. he had the famous line of uh, "What was it like?" Night, night, Grandpa. Or parties you know, over,
1: Grandpa. Parties
2: <laughs> over, Grandpa. Like, and I put it in perspective of this. If it's almost anybody else, do you think that? they're gonna get signed do you think that they're gonna get signed off on that, that that hogan hogan who still works like he's gonna have he still works people and, and promos like he's gonna have one more mania match do you think hogan's gonna be allowed to be called grandpa this that's a case where brock is a, is a is a very select few and you can and you don't even need all your all your five fingers to count them who can pretty much say almost anything he wants and is going to do so and what are you going to do to him uh, and so like i always use that as a reaction as an as example yeah. I mean, yeah
0: Justin, you're frozen on where we is he frozen for you too, Jack? Or is yeah, just... he's frozen on mine too? I, I was worried it was my it was me frozen. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um but it, we hear you just fine. But um maybe let me, try some... to,
2: let me try to leave real quick. Yeah.
0: Um but yeah, Brock's definitely one of those guys It's like if you say I'm gonna fire you, he'd probably just go, Okay. And then if you <laughs> said I'm gonna beat you up, he's like, No, you're not. I don't know. What are you gonna what are you gonna do to him? Yeah. Uh but while we're waiting for Justin to get back, let's move forward into Kevin Owens versus Damian priest, because uh, they acknowledged finally that Kevin Owens beating Damian priest was his first pin loss since coming to the main roster. Uh, There you go, Justin, we're we're talking about how they finally acknowledged that Kevin Owens got the first pin over Damian priest on the main roster. They finally start letting us know that that counts for something. Um, of course, uh, Damian Priest freaks out again, gets DQ'd again. And after the match, Sonya says Priest better get his temper under control or else. Uh, Justin, I'm going to ask you, are we getting Priest versus Owens in some kind of no DQ match for the Rumble? And does this make both of them less likely to win the Rumble?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't know if we're going to get a match for them at Rumble. I, I hope not, because like you said, that kind of then puts, um, you know, it kind of just takes them out of the running. I don't know what to make of this. Kevin Owens and Damian Priest had an awesome match, an awesome, awesome match. But Toledo was very, very much behind Kevin Owens, and then to the you know, you couldn't he couldn't control the Damian side of him. They started you know, and and, they, and he's getting DQ'd. The, the fans are booing him, and I, I just don't understand that. You you've worked so hard last year to develop this really what's been uh, really been a good baby face of Damian Priest. So I don't know if this is just a one-night Toledo crowd thing. I don't know if it was Kevin Owens just he had some great offensive maneuvers. Or if it just that popped the audience, uh, I, I'm not sure. But um, it was kind of confusing to me that like Damian Priest was looked at as like the the bad guy throughout this, uh, or through through when this was all said and done. I don't I don't know what to make. Uh, but I because again Priest is one of those guys. I was kind of hoping honestly that he would lose the U.S. title in this match because then I was like, all right, now he's title free. That just mm-hmm. upped his upped his possibility of actually being a dark horse. To win the rumble, so I'm not really sure what to make out of this. This was very a very good match, but very surprising crowd turns.
1: Yeah, you know what though, I feel like ever since he did, he started this whole Jekyll and Hyde thing. The crowd hasn't been really with him. I feel like mm-hmm. you're seeing those mixed, you know, responses for him uh, time and time again. And um, and when he flips out, you're not seeing the crowd usually going crazy and cheering. Yeah. It's usually like, eh. And, you know, when he's getting himself DQ'd, it's just like it it makes the fans boo you. You know, you're losing, you know, uh, you're costing yourself the match. So I think this whole thing has been a misfire with whatever these tweaks they're doing to his character. Um, But, yeah, I mean, now we're going to get another Priest and Kevin Owens matches. I mean, who knows? We'll probably get a bunch more. But, uh... (laughs) yeah. Best of 13. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> but at the Royal Rumble, they already have, you know, we got six matches. Two of those are going to go an hour already. So I don't know if there's much room for adding much else. I guess you could do it on the kickoff, but I, I wouldn't want the U.S. title on a kickoff show. So, um yeah, I mean, we got the uh, Elimination Chamber coming up in Saudi Arabia the next month. So I could definitely see it there.
0: It's Yeah, to getting the point of getting DQ'd, I I think the idea of him having a Jekyll and Hyde thing could be cool, but he always loses when he does it. So it always feels more like a like, oh, okay, we're not going to see a finish instead of like, oh, now the bad guy is going to get it. It's, It's like, oh, okay, we'll throw this out. It doesn't count. Like I'm almost rooting for Kevin Owens to get the win before Damian Priest can freak out.
2: Which you shouldn't be rooting for that. Uh, you shouldn't be rooting for that, Jack. When da- when Kevin Owens is having to cheat and, and fake injury to get the win, it's like I, so that's why I'm just shocked. Like it would be one thing if if Damian Priest was going against like Matt Riddle and like and the Damian side was coming out and the people start to boo him because right. like, th- they but like you got him like, up against Kevin Owens who is back to being acting like a, a swarmy heel. That's so why that's why I'm so confused by like was this intentional? Do they want the fans to be booing him?
0: I'm thinking they think of it like a Hulk Hogan hulking up kind of thing, or like a warrior like going going crazy. But when you get DQ'd every time, that's Hogan didn't get DQ'd every time. That's the problem. No, he comes off coming coming across kind of like a dumbass, you know.
1: By you're losing your matches, and it's your own fault.
0: Right. So Um. it it also makes him being the champion seem less impressive because he's just like any other bad guy that intentionally gets DQ'd. So he doesn't lose the match. So he's like the hockey tongue man. Yeah, it's it's weird. I, I I'm not mad at the idea, but Justin, to your point, I think they misfired. I don't think this is going the way they expected it to. Uh, but great match overall. Um, we get a bunch of backstage promos for the women's rumble, which I always love these quick little little deals here. But it leads to a, a six woman tag match: Ripley, Dana Brooke, and Liv Morgan going up against Carmella, Tamina, and. Uh, Nikki ASH another quick one went by fast and Ripley gets the dominant win but ASH with the hit and run after the the match Raj um, this rivalry looks like it's going to go for a little bit
1: yeah you know I I liked how Rhea got the win I feel like she needs it she she's been cooled off tremendously over the past year so Uh, I liked her getting the win it kept her and Nikki going I don't care about that feud but whatever it's it's something um so yeah i thought that and this was still in the first hour right
0: Mm -hmm. i think so it's pretty early
1: so this is a lot that happened in the first hour you know just recapping this usually it's like a 30 minute segment and then a match Mm -hmm. from that but a lot happened in this first hour so but i I did like this
0: yeah
2: yeah it was just a, a reason just to again i think show their Rumble promos. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, as we look at the three hours, that we'll continue to cover this. Was the least significant thing that happened, I think, when we're all. Yeah.
1: And, and the promos, again, it's that WWE speaker that they're doing. It just doesn't come across as natural, most of them. But um, yeah.
0: Um, so we move on to a a spot that this was probably the thing that shocked me the most on the whole show. And that was the spelling bee portion of the show. Um, Gable comes out and gets tons of you suck reactions. Uh, they get the spelling bee going and some fun shenanigans throughout. And, uh, I'll let you guys kind of pick some of your favorite parts, but, uh, Justin, this is a question I was, as soon as it was happening, I wanted to ask you because this was probably the loudest the crowd was all night. And they were booing Alpha Academy a lot. They were really cheering for RK Bro to the point you could almost not hear Kevin Patrick on the microphone. Uh, Alpha Academy seems to be getting strong reactions from the crowd. But my question to you is Is Alpha Academy really starting to work? Or do people just love RK Bro so much they hate the people that RK Bro are having a rivalry with?
2: i think it's a mixture of both but um you know i'm glad you brought it up because i was a note that i made that yeah this there was heat there was real heat and there was heat last week um you know during the 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 graduation ceremony uh chad gable gives me the early kurt angle three eyes uh heat kind of vibe um here's you know uh, he's a here's a guy who's uh, who's accomplished as an athlete here's a guy who's very smart um and just the way he touts it, uh, 4.0, uh, thank you. Like he just, these little <laughs> things that he's, whoever's worked on it with him or whatever, I mean, credit to him because it, it's working. Um, and I'm really surprised because Otis was like one of the better babyface acts they had. And then when they turn him heel and they, there has to be a Vince edict that we have to call him a tree trunk every single week. And, and some reference to him, um, no, the alpha Academy is getting heat. RK bro was still really over, uh, the spelling bee. This was the E in the WWE, uh, mm-hmm. portion of the night, the uh, the only nitpick I can take away from this, um, and, and this is before we and I we can talk about the match that happens afterwards as a separate reaction. I'll let Raj jump in here. The only thing I didn't like is that they said this is the first of the triad, so we're gonna have three different uh, weeks of of this. Is I kind of went uh because again as we talked about we're for for five days from Rumble. So when you tell me that now I know Riddle and Randy are locked into another two more weeks of doing this. Okay, I immediately know there's no chance of other of than winning Rumble. And again, that's not as big of a deal for Randy Orton, who you know you don't need Randy Orton in the world title picture, but that is a big deal. When again, this is a, 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 an open field this year, of like maybe this is a riddle year, but does he pop up? So when they tell me that they have him committed to doing Alpha Academy stuff past Rumble, that does that irks me a little bit, but otherwise. This was a surprisingly well done segment. We're not going to be seeing any spelling bees on dynamite anytime soon. I know that this is again, this is a very entertainment based of the sports entertainment, but I think all parties uh did the best they could with it.
0: Yeah. Raj on paper, I think like this is something I would have said if you told me they were doing this and when they started, I was like, Oh great, here we go. But by the end, like I said, I was never a big Gable fan. I am starting to buy all in on him. I think he's super entertaining and I thought their match was really great. Uh, I want to ask you, Raj, what's Chad Gable's ceiling? How high do you think he could go?
1: I mean, he's killing it. He's knocking it out of the park right now. Um, I mean, he is, in a lot of ways, he was the star of the segment. I mean, he was He was hilarious. This Again, I, I, when I heard about this segment, I was like, gosh, geez, I, I don't want to be... I don't have to sit through that after the football that we just saw this past weekend now I'm right. watching a spelling bee then it turned out to be way better than I would have guessed it was yes. it was pretty entertaining and I, a big portion of that is Chad gable um riddle was hilarious too so it worked this was this was one of those uh again when they said three more I'm like oh man let's I don't know if they're gonna keep it up but we'll see but uh, at least I thought this one was a this one was a hit they did botch the uh the spelling bee part. Yeah. Because Otis did misspell that word. He forgot the A. The a <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I was actually and, and they, thinking And they brought it up
1: later, but. <laughs>
0: I was actually thinking that. That would be, if you told me to how to spell that word and I had to remember, I would be so stressed about <laughs> making sure I got it right. I've uh, never heard
1: that word before. <laughs> no.
0: Um, so next week is a scooter race. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm starting to, I'm, I'm worried this is going to be a bit Viking Raiders street profits throwing axes and things like that, but
2: so I'm gonna far give, I'm talent. gonna get yeah, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. The fact that they made tonight work, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt that that it'll make next week work better. And yeah, I mean they had the match, and you asked the ceiling jack about uh, Gable. You know, obviously Gable's not the tallest guy, but he's super athletic, and he's shown that he can get heat on the mic. I think this was a match that Randy Orton wanted. I think this was one of these things where Randy Orton wanted to work and see, hey, let me see what we can do if you give us 15, 20 minutes. Uh, and it was a really great match. It was not the best match of the night, and that's saying something for how good this match was. But this is, I think that was the kind of match where it was like, you know, that's the kind of match that could change your career if you're a checker. That's the kind of match where Randy Orton, who, again, has you know a very special uh, role of, of having the, the input he can to, to, to grab the, the boss's ear. I think he says... Yeah, this, this this guy can, can do it. Uh, I think this is a huge match for Chad Gable's career. Yeah. Yeah,
1: well, at first, well, you know, when they made the changes to Otis's character, I thought that was a big mistake um, just because he had so much charisma and and we hadn't seen the storyline with Mandy play out in front of fans and, you know, when once fans return. So, uh, but, you know, with Gable, I mean, Gable is uh, definitely um, the star of the show, but it, it's been working.
0: Yeah um sam austin in the chat asks wasn't gable kurt angles illegitimate son i think that was uh jason, jason, jordan. Jordan.
1: jason yeah. jordan
0: is uh gable's tag team partner uh what was the name american alpha right yeah yeah um and then oz in the chat asks who are your picks to win the women's and men's royal rumble matches hey raj and jack also 20th anniversary of the 2002 WWF royal rumble was three to four days ago uh yes we will be giving you our picks at the end of the show um and, uh, yeah, 2002, that was the, um, the one where it looked like they were in a, uh, a garbage place, right? <laughs> what was, what, what, I guess, a parking lot? Like, what was, that's what the set looked like for 2002? Am I? Yeah, they,
1: they had the West Side Story promo, right? And was that 2002 or was that 2005? The, it's going to oh. be a very Royal Rumble tonight. Remember
0: yeah, that? that was such a good <laughs> one.
1: Oh, yeah. I think was 05. That was 05? Okay, was what that, was 02? Was that Triple H winning?
2: Yeah, H came back in the garden in January. He wins, right? No two, isn't? Oh uh, 0-5 when Batista and Cena botched the ending, events, Vince came out and blew his quad out. Yeah, yeah. that was two thousand five for sure. Yeah, I it, you know the first Rumble
1: I went to was ninety seven, and uh, that was in San Antonio. It's crazy to me just thinking about that. It's been twenty five years since that, and I, I went there with then girlfriend, now wife, and just to think about everything that's happened since then in wrestling and and. Still, it doesn't feel like 25 years, so it's, it's wild. That was the one that Austin won. He famously was
2: checking his watch in the Rumble and cheated
1: by eliminating Brett. So, oh, that's that a, a that's, a,
2: that's the night where uh, the casket match where Sean gets the, the back injury from landing on the casket, right? The, the, that ends up no, that was next year.
1: Uh, this was the one where he beat Sid. Oh, okay, he beat yeah, Sid right. for the title.
2: Yeah, you're, oh, you said 97. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sorry, I was like a 90. What was it wasn't 98. 98, that was it, right? Sean and Taker? That was Sean and Taker? And yeah, then... yeah. Because Sean gets injured, but he f- carries on to, to turn it over to Austin. Literally. Right. And Austin won the Rumble that year. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's I'm, right. Yeah. Yeah, Sid, and then, yeah. Okay.
0: I'm so bad with years. Like, you say that was 25 years ago. If you said Brock came back five years ago, I'd be like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Twenty five. If you said that, if they said that Rumble was 10 years ago, i like, yeah, that sounds about right. 10 years. Be-
1: before 2000, I, I have my years pretty good. Actually, really good, but
2: after two thousand, it's just I Same. have no idea. Same. Same. I, I can I can start at like Rumble ninety two, and I can tell you every world title change in WWF up until about yeah like through like ninety eight ninety nine, and then like two thousands come. It's probably because I was entering high school, so like you know I started worrying about like girls and everything else. It starts to get fuzzy in my memory, <laughs> right. but like you
0: know, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, priorities shift. In yeah. That, All
2: all of a sudden, I wasn't determined to see every Monday Night Raw if I could go to my (laughs) girlfriend's house (laughs) on a Monday night if her parents were gone. Yeah.
1: Until Austin lost to Kane, I could probably tell you every world champion. And then they started doing just so many titles changes with um, Vince. Like Kane and Undertaker both beating Austin one time. And then they got – stripped
2: yeah. and raj if we ever need to fill like 15 20 minutes on like like on all three for teas. tease all three of us are back saturday night for the rumble if we ever feel like we need to like fill some time to let the audience filter in and get on the live stream that could be a fun game where i'll start like at, like a year and we'll see i'll, I'll give you one i'll say all right what's the next one and we can see if we can <laughs> oh no i would not be good at that but... <laughs> i'm curious yeah, to see how i do <laughs> especially
0: that yeah once you get to the attitude eric it's Crazy, especially if you do like WCW in 2000 was nuts. So, but oh, yeah, uh, that I couldn't. Oh, no, we WCW, can't do WCW. No. that. That was like every two weeks, there's a new champ, yeah. Um, but uh, speaking of new, uh, Alexa Bliss is chatting with the doctor, still just rambling on. And Veer, believe it or not, still coming. Uh, I have a feeling that picture's out of date. I think they need a new photo for him. It's been too long. No way he still looks like that. Uh, anything to take away from either of these things? To touch on him.
2: I thought at least we're on the go home edition of Rumble. it would finally just say Veer Mahan is coming to the Rumble, <laughs> but they didn't right. even give us yeah. that. They didn't even yeah. give us that. Uh, but but maybe maybe it is gonna be a Raw next week. I mean, maybe they don't want to have him in the Rumble and then him be in the Rumble and the first new impression we have of Veer coming is that he loses that the Rarity gets eliminated at the Rumble. I don't know, but
0: yeah, yeah.
2: I, I, I'm I'm not I'm not completely convinced convinced that Vince has forgot that Veer is coming.
0: I. <laughs> 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 I mean, his, his promo package is still showing. I mean, that's better than Elias is getting right now. I mean, yeah, I mean Elias, was, yeah. he was getting his, Elias is coming video packages still showing.
2: Um, By I- the way, speaking of like, you know, who's coming to the Rumble and this, and I don't know. I had this thought, I hope, because you know you never know which, which announced teams they go with or they do a hybrid and come a combination. I hope for the men's Rumble, we get Michael Cole. Corey Graves and Pat McAfee. That might be the most entertaining trio that we could have for the hour of what the Men's Rumble could be with uh, with 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 Cole and then and then the two Pittsburgh guys and McAfee and Corey Graves. That I, like right now that that's the hybrid I want. And Jimmy Smith. Jimmy does great, and, and I hope Jimmy gets to call. Maybe they get to call the Women's Rumble, but I want Michael Cole, Pat McAfee. I think they will have. I think they. I think McAfee and Graves will actively be working to try to break Cole live on the air every chance they get. See, this is where I ruin it. As I say, I want all three of them to go into the Rumble, too.
0: <laughs> I want them well, to what, have their moment where that, they stand up and go. McAfee, that's
2: very, all three of them. We, we've seen Cole, I think, have it happen. Uh, McAfee could. We, he's obviously, you know, we saw him in the NXT. And look, Graves apparently is physically cleared to be able to bump. So all three of them could. That that would be a funny kind of little thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'd love
2: to see it.
1: Didn't they do that one year? Um I I know Lawler was commentating, and then he went in and got thrown out. But I I thought there was one year where there were multiple people from the announced team going in.
0: I know
2: Cole went in before. I think back when Cole was doing it. It might have been the same year that he ended up fighting Lawler at WrestleMania. Yeah.
0: If McAfee eliminated Corey Graves, the place would go nuts, I think. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll see. So... Austin Theory, speaking of the Rumble, he wants to get put in near the end of the Rumble, and Vince says no can do. Uh, Instead, he says, go have a match with AJ Styles, and these two tore the house down. I mean, Austin Theory lost the match, but I feel like he still came out a winner, Justin.
2: Yes, he did. Uh, This match, uh, just under 20 minutes, I think I clocked it, and... This was one of the best matches that I've seen on Raw in years. This was a again, go back and watch it. There's, I mean, and Corey Graves even kind of like marks out and like you know, Austin Theory does a a a blockbuster just from stand. Like, there's so much in this match. It's really good. There's athleticism there. There's story there. They're selling. Uh, AJ Styles bumped his ass off for Austin Theory and a lot of places yeah uh theory loses but he didn't lose this is where the, this is where the wins and losses don't really matter uh, in pro wrestling it's all it's all about you know uh, the story uh yeah i i can't get over this this, I, I, this match finished and there's still another hour to go this match finished i think right as they entered in the third hour and i just said like all right everybody just pack up and go home nothing's gonna follow this in terms of the in-ring that's gonna follow this um And this was also one of the better Austin Theory Vince segments. Maybe I just, I heard Vince a little bit better. It wasn't, it didn't drag as long. I found I had a little comedy out of, um, and humor out of Vince. What makes you think that I have any influence over the number, the rumble? (laughs) You know, I just kind of, this is funny to me. Um, yeah, this, this was good. Really good.
0: Yeah. To your point, I was thinking after this, this was one of those times I was watching where after this was over, I was thinking how much more time do we have? Like, what's the main event if this didn't end the show? Uh, But Raj, I was expecting Vince to say Austin Theory had to go in number one for asking to go number 30.
1: (laughs) That would have been. They don't do stuff like that anymore. I wish they would do, you know, just little things like playing with the numbers or, um, you know, stuff like that. Did they even do a Royal Rumble, like by the numbers video package this year? I haven't watched SmackDown yet. Not that I've seen yet. And it's, it's just like there's so much good stuff, you know, over the years with the Rumble match. And I feel like doing a three minute video package, just showing some of those uh, moments from the past, just really helps sell you on it. But mm-hmm. I think now they're just like, yeah, everyone knows what it is. So we'll, we'll do one segment where guys are throwing each other out the ring, but that's about it. Um, look, I thought this was a uh, Austin Theory's best match, obviously uh, that I think I've ever seen mm-hmm. uh, and, and working with AJ, you know, cause clearly they see a lot in Austin and he's, him versus AJ, that's what I'd be doing at house shows, getting, you know, Austin Theory those reps and and really you know improving his in ring because personality wise he's already got it. I mean he's yeah. he's going to be a big star. So just getting better uh, in the ring, just as you know, a, a, any chance you can is a good thing, especially for you know I look at Austin Theory as an investment. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that is raising his stock. And even though he lost, it was one of those times where
2: a loss doesn't really hurt you, and in, in this case it helped him. And you know, and just speaking of styles, uh, noticeable absence tonight. We did not see Omas once,
0: right? And even mentioned in, yeah, yeah, it's that that's that's very interesting as well. But yeah, I think, I, I think theory, everything theory's done on the main roster has been Finn Balor, has been uh, AJ Styles. I mean, I he's proven to me he can hang with the very top of the class at this point, so. It'll be interesting to see what he does when he starts really sinking his teeth into a real rivalry with someone down the
2: road. Again, I mean if you're trying to book if he if he doesn't win mania, or excuse me, if he doesn't win Rumble, <laughs> Austin Theory, and you're trying to think about what his mania match is, Austin Theory is one of those guys where if they if they can get Cena, that, that to me, that's a that's a just that's a non-title, non-main event. Or well, non title, but maybe it's a, maybe it's a main event for a night. Like mm-hmm. you're trying to find an opponent for Austin Theory, like I think. he he just embodies he just reminds me so much of ruthless aggression era john cena and the way that he's being pushed and young and good looking and like everybody just knows this is this is the stock they called him a blue tripper tonight if they can get cena and even if they can only get cena beyond mania if they can only get cena for just a few sparing weeks to build the mania you don't need a lot of cena in person you could just have austin theory again just Kind of this, you know, kind of the same way Cena did a Taker a couple years ago, in New Orleans, where it's just you're just calling out, calling out, calling out. Um, I mean, I think that to me, the, the way the stars are aligning with this being like Vince's guy, you know, with this weird, you know, fireside chat kind of like meetings they have, it feels like there's no better opponent for Austin Theory. If he's not going to be competing for a title, there's no better opponent than like a John Cena, of like a again because they just parallel each other. It seems so much uh, with how it's going right now, with Theory.
1: Yeah, I, I, again, that, I know John Cena said it's not looking like he will be a part of WrestleMania this year with the schedule. He's doing Peacemaker. That show is fantastic. I don't know if you guys have seen that yet, but yeah, um, uh, he, he's you know he he's a busy guy now. I, I, but yeah, if if you could get anybody, he he makes the most sense. And the one thing Austin Theory kind of has over Cena at this this stage is that Austin Theory has got his character kind of down. He's you know whereas Cena he didn't get that until you know, he started doing the hip hop
0: gimmick and that was what, like
1: a year and a half after he was on the main roster. So, um, yeah, sky's the limit for us in theory. This was a really good showing.
0: Uh, someone else who's sort of stepping up her game, do drop and Becky Lynch had a side by side, uh, promo battle that ended with do drop just getting up out of her chair and beating up Becky Lynch. I thought this was fun. Uh, Justin, I thought it was, Kind of one of the first people that really just said, I'm gonna stop talking and go beat up Becky Lynch. Dewdrop taking the fight to the champ.
2: Yeah, this split screen interview, uh, I think actually was handled pretty well in Dewdrop, especially. Um, she had some good one-liners, you know, kind of countering the whole Van Goat, and you're gonna be a lamb going to slaughter. And uh and then yeah, you know, this was another this was a this was a good example of kind of um, and they do it again later in the in the final segment. So I'll try to tie these two things together. There's some low-hanging fruit that they you know that wb just always goes back to and i liked the, they kind of acknowledged the low-hanging fruit and went around it and in this case it was we know both of these ladies are in the building we know they're not via satellite from you know to completely uh, so i kind of like two drops saying oh you're gonna talk some you're gonna talk that crap and just takes your mic off and then 30 seconds later is in the room uh you know attacking becky i, I like that it, it was just it was kind of a okay let's 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 do that's Let's not insult the audience, let's just go ahead and do what seems logical. Uh, so I thought this was a really good showing for Dewdrop. Don't see her having a you know, chance in hell of winning, but I thought this was again the best best showing for her on the go home, you know, final promo. So,
1: yeah, you know, again, my biggest problem with the Dewdrop character is that name, but outside of that, I thought everyone did really good here. Becky was, you know, was great at playing that cocky heel. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought this this worked for what it was. I don't think anyone expects Drop to win, um, but they they did a good job of building the match.
0: Yeah, I thought Becky also did a very good job of looking sh- shocked and scared when Drop first came in, when she had that look over like, oh, geez, you're right here, as opposed to sometimes I think people would just kind of like, oh, you want to fight? But yeah, it was good. I liked it. Fun stuff. It was quick. Street Profits and the Mysterios. These guys feel like they're in the ring together every single week, but whatever they're fun it's good to see them do their thing uh ray mysterio gets the win uh for his team before they do the whole we're gonna dump each other out of the ring bit again this time the dirty dogs get involved and then it's not fun anymore and then everyone gets really serious uh uh, justin this feels like it was just another tease for the royal rumble anything beyond that you want to that you pulled from it other than just tease
2: the rumble yeah it's a classic pre-rumble trope and roll where you got to have you know you got to fill the ring with at least a couple guys to all simulate a royal rumble and remind everybody how it works and you throw somebody with the top rope uh, so yeah. that's what this was but i think this also did probably first off all uh, montez ford there was a spot they replayed it several times which which it they it deserved it um does a front flip over the top i mean top rope and just gets incredible air does a you know, superhero pose Pretty, pretty awesome to watch. But I, what I took away here is is, is the Ray Dominic. Um, you know, Ray Dominic are having some fun, father son playing. Oh, you know, keep your eye on, you know, keep eyes in the back of your head. But I think this is obviously going to foreshadow some interaction in the Rumble with him that's going to turn serious and probably a Mania match is what I would venture to guess. So I think that was part of that here. Um, yeah, this was this was this is fine. It was, again, it was to remind you what the Rumble is all about. That every man, every man for themselves, even if it's father son. Do you see that one jump that Montez Ford
1: did like over the top rope? Like, and he looked like yeah. he was doing like a Superman pose. I mean the super, it. yeah, the yeah super, that yeah. was insane. That, that was is, so cool. Montez. I mean, Montez, the, the sky's the limit for him. He's, I mean, he's, he's just amazing to watch. I mean, it, it, but to your point, Jack, it just feels like I'm seeing this a combination of this every week. And uh, this is where the show started getting long for me. Like, I was like, okay, all right. Uh, yeah if if we just did the first 2 hours it would have been a solid show but now it's just kind of repetition um but it was having said these guys worked their asses off it was a good match it just just a lot of the same
0: yeah that that dive is going to be in highlight reels for a while yeah. i think just yeah. so cool hopefully he could do it again because i think people are going to want to see him do it again uh that that looks like a signature move if i was playing the video game i would want that to be the way my dive looks. Which, game.
2: by the way, so they did the whole thing. Ray is on the cover of the new video game.
0: Yep.
2: In the mm-hmm. era right now of WWE mass releasing literally anybody and everybody, what better job security than to have your face on the front of the new video game? They can't cut you this year. You're the... You're, it, WWE 2K22, you can't be cutting 22. You're on the cover of the video game. He, yes. Ray's got better job security than anybody.
0: Good yeah. Yes. It, in fact, if it weren't for, and not to tease picks, if it weren't for the Dominic thing... I would say he might be a front runner for the Royal rumble because he's on the cover of the video game, but I think they've got other plans for him. Uh, I don't see that. Uh, Seth Rollins, just another really quick promo, basically saying he's going to beat reigns and he's going to go to SmackDown. I don't know if you need to say that. I feel like we already knew it, but I guess you got to get him on TV, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what I can see happening. I can see, um, well, I think I think Seth brings the title to RAW. I don't I don't see him going to SmackDown, but we'll see.
0: I should say I like him. It just felt like we, yeah, we we figure he thinks he's going to win and he's going to go to SmackDown. Uh, I, I I so I, I wasn't saying that, like I don't like seeing it. I was just kind of like, oh, that's, I kind of assumed that part. But yeah. Um. Any Any takeaways from that, Justin?
2: Uh, no, I completely disagree with Raj. Which again, we'll get to in our picks. Yes.
0: All right. Cool. So this was the end of the show and um this confuses me and i want to get your guys take so it's maurice's birthday they do the whole thing with the gifts and oh my gosh we've got security no way anything go wrong is he in? is edge in one of the gifts no he's not they come out and they still beat up uh they still run off miz and, and maurice at the end edge and beth still run them off um it's weird to me, and uh, and Justin, I, I want to talk to you about this because you were you really big into the characters and things. These are four characters I love and four characters that I feel like always do great work and always make good things happen, but now that they're all together, for some reason, I feel like this is just the most played-out thing I've seen in wrestling in a long time. Is that just me, or do you, like, do you kind of feel the same way? What are your thoughts on this?
2: I know I can see where that's coming from. I, the credit I'll give to this segment is um, and I mentioned this earlier about WWE kind of like recognizing let's not just go for the same low hanging fruit. So I like them making fun of, yeah, we know how many times we've had somebody come out of the big oversized gift that nobody knows who gave the gift. So I mm-hmm. like them having having the brick inside of the uh, the big gift. So like I like them not doing that. OK, and just kind of like laughing at tropes that have, that, that, that have been established. But to your point, Jack, and this is not a pop. No, a lot of people don't want to necessarily say this out loud because, you know, we all love Edge and Edge is back and and, and and Edge and Edge is back. And it's great to see him and he's in great shape. He's had great matches. It's great to see Beth. Beth's great. Miz is one of the best heels. But the I think the reality of this and this is what's not getting said. This is being pegged as like, the you know, this is being pegged as a feature match at Rumble. Uh, it got the main event spot tonight on Raw after some incredible in ring matches that I, I just don't know if you could just follow up. Mm-hmm. I think it's great to see Edge back, but I think they are trying to manufacture importance of the mixed tag. Uh, I don't know how to say this, so I'm just gonna say it. I feel like people were great to see. Uh, okay, it's great to see Edge versus Miz. Great, great to see Edge back. I don't know if I don't know how much of the audience cares to see Edge. With his wife against Miz, with his wife, mm-hmm. and I don't mean I don't mean to sound disrespectful to Beth Phoenix's career. She had a good career. She had she she had a thriving career in a time where she wasn't supposed to. She had a thriving career where they were still in Brawn and panty mode. Okay, so yeah, I think about if if Beth was in her prime now, wow, what the, the opponents that she could have. Maurice, you know, didn't accomplish what Beth did, but again, Maurice has been around for a long time. You know what have you? She, she's she's. Made a lot in her career uh, beyond wrestling. I just don't. I think that they're putting extra investment on that people want to see this mixed tag. When I don't know if they really do. So it's one of those when Maurice first came back, where
1: it's it 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 sounded like a good idea, like oh Beth Phoenix, they're in this feud doing a tag match. But now that we're getting to it, I'm like "Ah, yeah, I just don't really care about this match. You know, when I'm thinking about the stuff at the Rumble, this is probably. I think this is the least of you know as far as what I'm really looking forward to this weekend. Um, That being said, how did no one go through that cake? I know some you know one of the job guys did, (laughs) not Miss Maurice. That's going to be the first time they had a cake, and one of the featured performers didn't go, didn't get it in the face.
2: One of the indie talents went through the the cake. I yeah, I don't know. I I think yeah, Raj again. This. This almost feels like this is, this is just complete speculation. A complete. This almost feels like this was one of the things that, like, to make Edge happy that he wanted to do. He's medically cleared. He's back doing this run for however long it is. It's one of the things he said. Hey, I like to do a match where I can team with my wife. Yeah, that's what this kind of feels like. I don't know if it is. So then this pure speculation, but it feels kind of forced. I just don't know how many people care that much about the two couples fighting.
0: Does and maybe this is me just trying to quantify things that don't really matter, but is there something to the fact that maybe because there's no championship tied to a mixed tag that makes them like, if it's a one-on-one match, you can think, Oh, a win may position them for a title or if it's a tag match that may get them close to the tag teams. But if you win a mixed tag, it doesn't really position you for anything afterwards. Anyways.
2: Yeah, that, and, and a lot of times if you're on a ma- if you're on a, if you're on the Royal rumble card in a match, they don't reuse you again in the thirty man Rumble. They used to back in the in the nineties, but now they have so many talent. And now Rumble is so much about surprises and bringing just one offs in that they're not going to waste a valuable thirty person spot. If we already got Miz and Edge featured on the card, we don't need to waste two spots on the card to have them come back if they're not going to be winning it. So yeah, it kind of feels like you know if you're Edge, well, Edge wants to get back and be world champion again, or if Miz, you know. So it's like yeah, it's kind of like. You're wasting this this Rumble night, you know, where everybody else is just randomly declaring that they're in the Rumble. They just declare they're going to be. In the- of course, you would be in the Rumble. It's punch, kick, struggle in the corner to try to get a world title mania match. So right. it's like it's like Edge and Miz should sh- they should surely want to be in the Rumble more than they want to be tagging with their wives. <laughs> it's weird.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd rather see um, Beth Phoenix against Maurice in a singles match rather than yeah. the mixed tag. Well, um, yeah. That being said, it, Miz is always. I mean, Miz has been doing this for so long. He's, he's really good at what he does, and he was, you know, like Justin said, I like the stuff at the box. I thought Miz
0: uh, did that really well. So it definitely wasn't a boring segment. But uh, yeah. Well, that does it for the show. Let's get it. Let's just transition this right into our predictions, uh, and we'll start with it. We'll start with uh, um well actually we'll start with a super chat from it's z uh potential call it for walter after mania in my opinion most credible contender to Roman brock for either title with brie in rumble chance we see brian too so a couple questions in there uh and and raj we'll start with you one do you see uh walter now known as, as gunther uh calling getting called up after mania and uh with Bree in the Rumble, do you think Brian will be in the Rumble?
1: <laughs> definitely no on Brian. No, <laughs> Cody's not going to be in the Rumble. What are some of the other ridiculous ones? Punk Mox. None of those guys are going to be in the Rumble. Um, potential call up for Walter
2: after me. May- I, I, I could definitely see that. I think it's Z hasn't been watching for a while. Brian signed AEW, and 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 it's Gunther now. So. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean there was a whole controversy over over that one but uh as far as gunther um and if, if you didn't know what the original name was supposed to be is it really that much different than walter you know
0: yeah i there's a lot there's a lot to to unpack that whole thing i think this everyone acting shocked and surprised about a name change took like they do that in WWE. I don't know why everyone's acting so shocked. That's what they do. They change names.
1: It's weird when they do it, when you've already been on the main roster, you know, and and Walter hasn't really yet. So it's, I I don't see it as a big deal. I don't think they should have stuck with Gunther after it came out, what it was supposed to be. Um, But, you know, the first time you heard Walter, did you think, wow, that's a really cool name?
0: I, uh, I, my thought was outside of all the controversy, the name, my thought just was just, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed.
2: Yeah. Well, and fans uh, have to remember too. Like, I guarantee you, you know, Walter's been signed for several years, you know, and doing the NXT brands or whatever. Vince was not aware of Walter on his thing the entire You know, like now that Vince is taking maybe a different look or or, or people working directly for Vince, that is it, weird that it sounds it's actually a good sign that they change his name because that means that Vince and company sees him, sees potential in using him on Raw or SmackDown. And like they like to do, well, okay, he got over and was this and other companies. We need to make him something new, so it's our thing. So we're gonna just change his his one. We're gonna change his name to this. So it's actually a good sign because they probably see that sooner than later he's gonna be on Raw or SmackDown. So if if you're a fan of the the actual performer, it's probably a good sign.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, let's let's talk about the mixed tag team match again. Uh, Who do you guys got winning this one? I feel like this is. I'm going to go Miz and Maurice. I think that, I think that they've been taking the L's week in and week out. And that means they're going to take the win at the pay-per-view.
1: Uh, I think edge edge and Beth Phoenix. I think Beth Phoenix gets a win.
2: Yeah. I have a hard time not seeing Beth and edge standing with their hands raised.
0: You're probably right, but <laughs> <I'm gonna> <laughs> <laughs> so then we'll go to the raw women's tag team title match. Do drop versus Becky Lynch. Uh, I go Becky Lynch. I think like this is a slam dunk.
1: Yeah, agree. Becky.
0: Becky. And do you guys have any analysis you want to add, or is it pretty straightforward? Do you
1: think um, Ronda Rousey shows up after the match and gets in Becky's face?
0: I think if Rousey shows up, it'll be in the Rumble.
2: Yeah. How do you waste a Rousey surprise appear, unadvertised surprise appearance on a night when you need to? F- have thirty entrants, and you need a, you need surprises. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, the WWE Universal Title Match: Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns, SmackDown Tag Team Champions. The Usos are banned from ringside. I I think Roman Reigns retains.
1: I agree. Roman this retains. is where we part company. I'm going with Seth Rollins. <laughs> Seth Rollins wins the title. Brock Lesnar interference. Rollins wins.
0: I think it's that SmackDown tag team champions, the Usos, are banned from ringside that makes me think that Roman Reigns wins because it doesn't say that Paul Heyman is banned from ringside, and I think they get back into that whole circle of mistrust. Um, speaking of WWE title match, Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. I'll let you guys go first. Who do you think's winning?
2: So I mean I think Lashley wins. I pointed earlier. Lashley he's been down the whole time. He's been kind of the he's been kind of places the underdog Bobby who whatever. I think Bobby gets a win. I, I think it has to be with some shenanigans. I don't think he wins clean. I think whether it's Usos Roman Hayman whatever. What I, I don't know where that moving part is, but I think Lashley wins. And then I think you can have you know Brock maybe then enters the Rumble or something. But I think Lashley wins. And look, Lashley wins. He stays on Raw as the champion because then if you have. If you have him as the Raw champion, and I'm just gonna jump ahead. I I think Brock could potentially win the Rumble and go after Roman. So if if the Rumble determines the SmackDown title picture, it's better for the Raw title picture to be open ended and need the elimination chamber. Because on my because the way it looks right now, on the Raw side of things, there are so many more guys who fit the okay, I could see them in the chamber. The, the, again, the Riddles, the Damian Priest, the Austin Theories, all on Raw. So that would make more sense to have one of them be thrust into the number one contender spot. Does Lashley make it to Mania still as champion? That all depends on which number one contender they want to go with, obviously. But I, it just makes more sense to leave it open-ended on the Raw side of things and to declare it's Brock versus Roman for for Friday's. I think
1: I think uh, I think Brock's winning. I, I want to. I'd like to see Lashley win. I feel like he could use that more, especially with how this has played out. But I think because Brock did just lose to Roman, I get the feeling like with him and Roman at Mania, and I'm pretty sure that's going to be one of the nights, the main events, of probably night two, uh, that they probably don't want Brock losing again. So I think it's going to be uh, Brock winning, goes on to face Roman, and to make that happen and not do title for title, that means you know, Roman loses to. Seth or at Elimination Chamber, but I, I think it'd be here. All right, Jack, what's yours?
0: I, I say Bobby Lashley wins. I think Bobby Lashley, uh, I think he retains. And um, I think Brock Lesnar goes on to Elimination Chamber and wins a match, or wins that match to earn a right to face Roman Reigns, is how that works.
2: That's right. what
0: my, my thought would be. He just Le- wrecks the five other people in that match but
2: let me throw a bonus question because since we all get to like since the three of us get to hold each other yeah. accountable on five nights from now give me give me a surprise in the men's rumble of somebody who's not currently under contract, and i don't mean nxt either so nxt doesn't count give me somebody who's not currently under contract that we know of with WWE that shows up in the rumble
0: I'm kind of cheating because I saw someone say this on Twitter, but I like the idea. I'm just going to steal it. Uh, Matt Cardona. That's mine. Good. Yes. Hey. That's,
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> mine. Cause he, cause, cause he can, he can fuel his, his, you know, he keeps touting to Vince and everything. I, I, yeah, I kind of think that's a good one off.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I think, it, and it works for him. I don't think he needs to win it. I think him just being there it works. Yeah. That, that's who I would like to see. I like well, I that idea. I was
1: going to say maybe uh, uh, Sean Waltman. He said he's cleared, yeah. And, and uh, you know, he's been doing some, you know, he's been tight with the company. So he's someone I could see.
0: You know, so I'll you pick know. a different one just to be on the same one. I'll pick a uh, Braun Strowman I could see coming back for a one-off.
2: Hmm. Ooh. I do not uh, see that one. Uh, <laughs> that might be one where if you remind the fans of who you let go, they might not be so thrilled about that. I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Um, well, Let's talk about it then. The the men's –
0: let's do that last. We'll do that one last. We'll do the women's Royal Rumble first. Uh, who do you guys have winning that one?
2: Um, Ron this Rousey. is
0: interesting because Roy, the Royal Rumble is always interesting because do you pick the one that's someone who's not even announced yet or do you go with someone who you know is announced?
2: I, I think Rousey because, you know, look, she made her debut at a Rumble, but it was post the Rumble match. So they haven't burned that card yet. They haven't had her enter a rumble ever. They haven't right in my remember. They don't no, have yeah. Ever. No, she came in at the end. Right. Um, so you know this here's a chance to have her in the rumble as a surprise and win it, and it would be a fresh uh, booking scenario. So <laughs> I think that's the way to go. And it's a big story.
1: It'll get a ton of media pub. Um, yeah, I think Ronda Rousey.
0: That's probably the right answer, but I'm going to pick someone who's already in the rumble. I'm going with Bianca Belair. That's right. I'm a huge fan of hers. So I want her to win. I'm going to until,
1: until yesterday. I probably would have went with Bianca. Uh,
0: you're probably, you guys are probably right, but uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Bianca Belair here just because after getting run down by Becky Lynch for so long, she needs to get something back, but you guys are probably right. Uh, so this is it. The 30 man battle Royal Royal rumble battle Royal. I can't believe I said that 30 man Royal rumble match who do you guys got i'm gonna go first i'm picking the favorite johnny knoxville (laughs) no i don't think i would say aj styles is my real pick
1: aj styles oh okay uh i'm gonna go biggie you
0: don't don't sound confident you don't sound confident in aj styles
1: and then not not winning the rumble this year no Remember, it's two nights of mania in a gigantic stadium. They need the biggest possible matches that they can get. And uh, so that's why I think Rousey and Becky is going to be probably the last match on the first night. Uh, yeah. And then Brock and, and Roman second. And for the men's uh, for the WWE championship match, I think it's going to be Seth and Big E. So I'm going Big E here.
2: Uh, I'm going to say it's Brock. I'm going to say Brock, if Brock gets screwed and loses to Lashley, he somehow enters back in the Rumble and wins it. I know it's not the most original thing, but uh, I, I, again, to my point, I think that if it, for all the fun names that there are to pick that could win the Rumble, that have the stock AJ Styles, Austin Theory, Riddle, Damian Priest, like Big E, you can throw them all in the Elimination Chamber, and that makes that Saudi Elimination Chamber that much more. Because, like, all right, so one of these guys, you know, so I, I think that and it also matters too how they position rumble, you know, which if they let the women's rumble match go on last, you know, you're definitely more likely to have a surprise like Ronda win it. Um, So Mm -hmm. we have have to watch that too. And of course we'll have all Saturday night to Saturday night into Sunday to, uh, (laughs) to banter about that. But I'm going to say Brock wins.
0: The layout of the card is so important to how this plays out. Right. Like, whatever happens when changes all my expectations of everything. Like if, if both Brock and Roman retain, then I have no idea what's going to happen in the Royal rumble, but yeah, I don't know. This, this is the most unpredictable one I've ever seen. I can't, I know what I feel confident
2: about. I'm going to call it and say, no matter what, that Brock versus Lashley is going to start the show. They're going to start hot and heavy with a big match like that.
0: I could see that. Because Brock will want to go home early. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let us Brock know. Brock
1: hasn't won a Rumble since he's been back, right? Like since post UFC? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't yeah. won since what, what was it, 2003?
0: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Wow. If he wins it, would he? That'd be the biggest stretch between wins, right? It'd have to be. 20 years almost 19 years
2: yeah i mean it, it, again it, like when i say it's not original it's not original like that you know, we've seen somebody not winning the title picture jump back in but i mean it would be to roger's point it would be it, it's not like he's been winning rumbles all these years so you know what would be a duplicate is if he gets screwed out of his match against lashley and then like if he enters rumble somewhere early on and does what he did in houston a couple years ago uh, right before the pandemic hit where he like runs he did enter number one right that was the, yeah that was yeah, the year that he, yeah. was, he entered number one and he ran the gauntlet until getting uh, eliminated by drew so yeah that would be a little redundant if he like is running through so i think it's one of those things where like brock loses to lashley if it happens and then he comes in at like number 30 you know and just and that he wins it but i but if that happens i i question that being the last match i don't know if that's a big enough ending i think you would then want to hold the women for last uh if that's the case
0: is is Drew going to be back in time for the Rumble? What's because I know he's hurt, if I'm not mistaken, right?
2: Yeah, I think that's
0: still in the air. <clears throat> All right. Well, safety first, but um, it'd be cool to see him in there if if that's possible. But yeah, this this whole show, I have no idea. This is the every this is the first one. Every pick, I'm just like, I have no idea. All right,
2: Raj, give us a Saturday night plug for everybody to tune in with us Saturday night.
1: Yeah, it'll be the three of us here Saturday night after the Royal Rumble with the Wrestlinging Podcast, so make sure you join us this Saturday night.
2: Is, yep. is, is Raj going to have a cocktail in hand? It's Saturday. It's Rumble. I, mean, I might have to, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh,
0: Super Chat uh, says, Hojo to go <laughs> uh asks, uh, If Brock starts it, does he wait three and a half hours for the Rumble match? I mean... If he loses, I don't know. If he wins, there's no reason to wait.
1: I don't know. You know, like, because Brock's deals are very different from regular uh, other wrestlers. So he has, like, a per-match deal. So would that count as two matches You
2: know, on his deal? No. Yeah.
0: I'm sure it would if yeah. if you're Brock. I'm sure he would say it's two matches.
2: Yeah, I don't think I don't, I don't think uh, I don't think Brock's in the bogo business. <laughs> right. Oh, you booked me once to get one free. No, right, no yeah. so. Vince got me on Groupon. And, and then do they want to use two
1: Brock matches in one night? Because those, those aren't yeah. cheap.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh so yeah definitely check us out after the royal rumble we're going to be on right after the show right here on wrestling inc uh but in the meantime make sure to check out the nxt after show on tuesday the AEW after show on wednesday the smackdown and rampage after show on friday raj there's something going on on thursdays is that happening i'm still trying to decide that tbd I'll, i'll let it know be known tomorrow well, follow at Wrestling Inc. on social media to follow what's going on there as well and all the news. Follow at Real Jack Farmer. That's me. Follow at Justin Labar. That's Justin. Follow at Raj Geary underscore three zero three. Rolls right off your tongue when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> that does it for us. And we will see you guys uh, for the NXT After Show tomorrow.